Namaste all. I welcome all of you to the session number 52 of Guru Bodha. We have with us today Dr. M. B. Guraja sir and Dr. Ragram sir. Uh, I dedicate this and all of my works at the holy feet of Dr. H. Chandrasekhar Kudupa. And uh, this class is made exclusively available to uh, EC Ayurveda weekly classes subscriber. To if you are not subscribed yet, please go to easyayurveda.com slash video dash classes. The first question is, in Kerala, there's a practice of boiling water with herbs like Shunti, Ushira, Yestimadu, that is licorice, uh, Khadira, Patimukam, Chandana, Anantamula, Manjista, etc. So they change the herbs based on season. And uh, this water is used for daily drinking. This is a practice based on Ayurveda. Please can you cover which herb mixtures are best for which season and how to prepare these? Uh, Guruja sir, there are uh, too many questions. Uh, can you please unpack this and explain it to us? See, in Kerala, they are practicing this one as a routine uh, practice of Dahakamani, uh, something like that. They use it. And the name itself suggests it is Dahakamani, that will be directly concentrating on the Pitta effect or the concentrating area towards the Pitta effect on the body to nullify that so it will because of the the eco-climatic conditions present prevailing in Kerala based on that the practice is there but when we go to Ayurveda this uh, practice is a very very clear cut uh, type of uh, practice which we see in uh, there is a classical reference regarding this is a Paniya Paniya Kalpana is there there is Shikadanga Paniya similarly there are a typical way of uh, Kashayas we are using it Paniya Kalpana is very common and even Kashaya Kalpana is also very common in Ayurveda. Of course, Paniya Kalpana is readily drinkable with the more quantity of water compared to Kashaya Kalpana that is used. And in the very famous one is Shadanga Paniya. You might have heard that is a very basic reference. We will find it in Jwara Chikitsa, Musta Parpata Ujitya, Ujira Chandana Nagarihi, Shutam Shitam Jalam Dadya, Pipasa Jurashantehe. Very clear statement they have made. It will suppress the jura as well as it quenches the pipansa, and this contains six drugs and very popular Shadangapaniya. And some of them are even uh, Kapahara, Sangrahi, and uh, even um, Agni Vardhaka. All sort of drugs are combined together. And definitely, these type practices not only there in Kerala, it can be even seen even in the hilly regions of Karnataka, also in the particularly in the Malnad section of Vishumukha, Hasan, and these areas, Chikmagalur. Very clearly, people practice these type of things. Depending upon the condition as well as the season, they prepare kashayas. And many times, these kashayas are also converted into something like kirpaka. They will make it called as a hal kashaya here in very commonly. So, this is a very commonest practices. And we find such type of things all across India. Of course, different season, but in particularly the southern belt, and particularly in Kerala and the coastal Karnataka, these practices are comparatively much more prevailing than any other part of the India. It's, it's a very common practice in uh, in even Kerala restaurants. Uh, they offer this jira water, uh, a very good digestive and relieves bloating and probably uh, whatever the soda, etc., baking soda, etc., etc., that the restaurant may add. Uh, that will be kind of nullified with the cumin, which is added to water and salt. See, see, even if you go to Kerala, not only in uh, hotels, they will very clear-cut practice. They even in the hostels, they give it 
and when the drum will be separate drum will be kept and so happened once uh, i have taken my students long back i think uh, you were uh, seniors batch i think uh, i taken them to kerala there in uh, trichur one of the colleges they wanted to fill their uh, water cans they went and uh, just put a can uh, and tap and started filling it and it came out and they horrified with the scene they ran back and asked sir it is coming with the red water what is there so then i said this is a very clear practice in kerala you can take it it's a plain water is also available otherwise if there is uh, anybody want to that dashamanit everything it contains the herbal decoctions are there you can take it so that was the first experience for many of our students there so it's a very clear practice in kerala we come across these two things and of course sometimes with uh, just with the cumin sometimes with uh, chandana sometimes with padimukam uh, sometimes with ushira that is what they call it is a ramacham in malayalam so all these are very common practices in kerala Uh, good evening raghuram sir please go ahead hey sir good evening uh, guruja sir wonderful explanation i want to share a similar experience like guruja sir uh, shared uh, two two experiences actually uh, once i uh, was at koppa so like uh, uh, we have a common uh, emotional relationship and bonding myself and dr ebbar with koppa where we did our post graduation studies and i was also a teacher there so i am continuing as a teacher there uh, so those practices at that those regions chikmagalore and mallad regions were not very familiar to me uh, probably hebar was uh, very familiar with those things when we came there so initial days when we uh, when i used to go to i and my some of my friends used to go to some small hotels also they used to offer so we here are used for to have coffee and tea uh, both predominantly coffee at our home as a beverage so like uh, they used to offer so immediately after going two things so one is kashaya and another is buns so they used to offer so we used to get surprised kashaya see we have studied this kashaya in ayurveda as one of the formulation which we prepare why these people are giving kashaya here so gradually we came to know so that uh, guruja sir also mentioned hal kashaya so like uh, it is processed in milk with some herb, herbs so which are seasonal so which uh, help in avoiding the so we know in malnad and chikmagalur district and most of this uh, uh, time it will be monsoons and uh, to beat that monsoon effect uh, and also some cold related problems they prepare such recipes which are, which are preventive of those disorders that is why those people are very very healthy in spite of uh, getting regularly exposed to rains and other things they know how to live there so for us it is totally new thing so kashaya was the first uh, that was the first experience for me fine uh, the second experience was when i went to uh, to the tour just like uh, guruja sir said with my students the red water came into the question again any hotel you go any restaurant you go they used to get red water so most of us did not know luckily we had kerala students with us they introduced us to that water uh, they told me sir th- this is the first hotel we are visiting in kerala so that was my first visit to kerala as well so here will be served with uh, red water that we call it as chukku vellam so chukku is uh, the shunti so that is the ginger so generally uh, people process uh, the people in kerala they they process water with uh, chukku that is shunti and other ingredients also because chukku is a regular ingredient uh, which is used in the cold season and in the monsoon season shunti again one of the perfect uh, and one of the best uh, uh, herbs uh, used for processing the water in kerala practices it is there so one example from karnataka one example from kerala so many uh, uh, practices we have here maybe in hilly region as uh, guruja sir said as we try to explore these things to get more examples of uh, 
with processed water uh, uh, being served as a seasonal recipe and also as preventive for many disorders and many things. To add to this, I want to uh, quote certain references from Charaka. Uh, so I think one of the question was, uh, should it be more over uh, seasonal? We should uh, see. So Rutu Charya is uh, one of the important concepts explained in our, uh, not only in Charaka, but also in Vratrayas and almost all the Samhitas. So when we go through the uh, Rutu Charya, so Charaka tells, Hemante Abhyastaha Toyam Ushnam. So he clearly tells when Hemanta Rutu comes, uh, so he tells you have to make a practice of uh, drinking hot water only. So here uh, it is very clearly mentioned. So in Hemanta Rutu, hot water should be used and anything which nullifies the cold can be added to the hot water is an extended practice which we can do. So that is given in Charaka Tutra, uh, chapter 6. Uh, likewise, Swadushitam Dravam Snigdam Annapanam Tadahitam Sheetam Sasharkaram Mantham. So these are mentioned in Grishma Rutucharya. See beautifully Swadu Sheetam Dravam. So he clearly tells why in Grishma. So we have to see the dosha, uh, doshas which are varying there in those particular seasons. Particularly, it has been mentioned. Hemanta and Shishiru, Shishira Rutu will go with a similar type of practice, Ushnavdaka. When we come to the Grishma Rutu, which is a hot summer. So there swadu sheetam dravam, any liquid which you use should be swadu. It can be processed with sweet ingredients like sweet herbs. So madurarasa pradana, adravas can be used there. Sheetam, it should be cold because the season is hot. Snigdam, you can use a little bit of ghee and other things in the recipe while drinking that water. Anna panam tadahitam. So in anna and pana, both these things it can be used. Sheetam sa sharkaram mantam. So again, should be used so which is also cold so cold recipes will be served there seasonal again and and again udamantam has been uh, explained in vasharutu and also nadijalam so directly the river water can be taken and also udamanta water with sattu mixed with sattu so the floor can be used in uh, vasharutu so then again uh, sticking to the vasharutu pana bojana samskaram prayaha kshaudranvitam bajet See, pana bojana samskaram for the drinks, water, and also any drinks you take and any food you take, they need to be processed, should have additional quantity of kshaudra. So that is madhu. So here, madhu mixed with water is an important reference again in Varsharutu Charya. And coming to Mahendram, tapta sheetam va kaupam, uh, just a minute. Sarasa Mevava. Okay, so Sarasa and Kaupa. So Sarasa is a small lakes, ponds, those waters can be taken. And also uh, Kaupa, so that is uh, the well water can be taken. Uh, Mahendram, Taptashita. So here, and also the rainwater. In monsoon season, rainwater, well water, and also the water of the reservoirs like ponds and lakes can be taken. In what form? So, uh, that is Taptashitam. Taptashitam, boiled and cold, it can be taken. So the processing the water has been mentioned almost everywhere. So again, going to uh, this one, uh, uh, what Sharadrutu uh, Charya again, we get Hamsodaka. So again, Hamsodaka is a very important concept there. So where water is heated in the sun in the morning, that is exposed to the heat and exposed to the cold again in the evening. So this nullifies the bad effects of the water. And also there is Agastya, Nakshatra at that particular time. They all combinedly purify the water. So again, the nature itself is processing. And very important reference I want to 
Our quote is from Charaka Sutrasthana chapter 27. So where uh, Charaka tells Snigdam Ushnam Marute, very clear. When there is Vata increase or Vata uh, disorders are being handled or Vata seasons when they are hand handling Snigdam Ushna. So the rule is Snigdha Ushna, hot water with a little bit of ghee or something, so or hot beverages with uh, uh, Snigdha, so with Snehamsa shall be used. Shastam, Pitte Maduram Shitalam. So it is very common. So in when, when there is Pitta, like when we go to Sharadrutu or Pitta, high Pitta or Pitta disorders when we are, whenever we are taking, the water shall be processed with, water and food shall be processed with uh, Madura Shitalam. So sweet herbs and also those which carry the sweet uh, uh, attributes or the sweet qualities. Kafe uh, Anupanam Ruksham. So in Kafa when we are using, so it should be, uh, it should be Ruksha. Ruksha Dravya sh uh, shall be used. So Charaka clearly tells, so this rule, it is not specific to the question what has been asked by somebody here, uh, the topic of discussion, but it is a general rule. There are some general rules explained somewhere else in the chapters. We need to extract those references and use them according to the context. This is a general reference which we can use everywhere and very important reference for uh, all those who are attending the webinar is go to Charaka Sutrasthana chapter 27 and uh, experience reading the Jalavarga there. So Jalavarga. So, such a beautiful explanation by Charaka, the nature itself modulates the water. The nature itself modulates the water. There Charaka tells, Shishararutu, what is the nature of water? Varsharutu, what is the nature of water? Grishmarutu, Sharadrutu, what is the nature of water according to the season itself? The season itself creates such properties in the water that they are seasonally compatible. So nature itself, the season itself is modulating the properties of water. So there are natural processes, artificial processes, man-made processes, additions, deletions, processing, samskara, all those things. But ultimately water is an important component of our uh, health and also for our existence, for our living. So according to the situation, according to the yukti. So finally, I would tell according to the yukti and also to the practices, yukti is skillful application of our knowledge and also situational application of our knowledge and also which has descended through the practices we shall add all that knowledge uh, because water is an essential part for the day when we see what we are taking maximum is water in any form so we should be very careful with water seeing that there are many waterborne diseases also so this is uh, these are the points i want to add thank you see we need to understand certain uh, things here acharya charaka has very clearly said about these things what are the qualities of jala and at its uh, particular season and all those things but presently we are living in 21st century we are not have a no opportunity or even to consume this type of uh, our liberty to consume the water from the tataka kupa sarasa and these areas absolutely this this can be only like a clinical uh, this uh, yes, sir this uh, sorry to interrupt this can be on the classical references I thoroughly uh, agree with you. So at last, that is why I pointed out because we have waterborne diseases. So we need to be very, very cautious. Water, milk, or whatever we are taking, they need to go under the hammer of processing, right, sir? It's a lot of uh, intervention by the humans in various forms that it is they spoiled the quality of water to a large extent. And now the water is being served um, all over the globe in uh, various type of containers, including plastic bottles. They are said to be as a mineral water, but God only knows what mineral it is present in that. 
it is whether it is artificially added or it is naturally occurring and we don't know that presently it has become a status for many of us that uh, use reverse osmosis water for drinking and it has its own bad effects but unfortunately we have got lot lot of things which comes in the way maybe because of the knowledge what we human beings uh, gained from many of the advantage of the sciences but still practices to be understood that what our acharyas or charaka or whatever were maybe the people the experience a lifetime they have written it if you want to have the effect on that particular manner then it is better try to cope up in such a manner that the procedures as well as the ingredients to be very 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 near to the what acharyas have said so it is our duty that we need to understand that um, thinking that um, jala will have these qualities and we are drinking a jala which is um, um, purified through so many processes and chlorine is added and even reverse osmosis and boiled and so many so many things then suspended particles are very less something like that and in the hardener sweetener so many things are there nowadays in water so with keeping all these things mind it is simple tap water we can consider for a time being of course many of the places it may be different uh, things whatever the source of water we get it accordingly it needs to be boiled first filtered then accordingly this uh, herbs can be added and boiled then filtered in that also there are a lot of issues are there how to boil how much to boil there is ardavashesha padavashesha ashtavashesha so one eighth to the level of the original quantity or half of the original quantity like that there are plenty of issues are there but simply if it is to be taken as a paniya kalpana better take it in as a very diluted form but containing some content which is very much easily soluble in water so we need to add such type of drugs into that depending upon the season as well as the requirement the things are been added and but this kalpana is a definitely a uh, game changer when all these drugs are boiled in water and of course then definitely that uh, water will be boiled one and uh, chances of getting any no vectors or I mean um, organisms which might cause um, disease through the water or unboiled water that can be avoided so with these words i say that boiling technique with the water some of the herbs is definitely a good practice and definitely we can adopt according to the our our needs and requirements and resources available for us uh, thank you there sir one point is that uh, it has become so at least in the indian conditions it has become so very important to boil the water and cool it so we were using electronically filter and ro ish water uh, which is purported to be very healthy and it will take care of 98% of germs but you know we ourselves uh, you know were getting you know repeated tonsillitis and you know feeling unhealthy throat irritation etc so we just uh, switched on to boil and cool water probably that is uh, safest thing to go and everything rightly you pointed out this bottled waters they will they will show like mountains and then they will show uh, all these minerals in, in that pictures but it will be like in the us there was a big uh, big study and it, in the us uh, right tap 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 water is portable uh, in europe most of the europe and this one so in somewhere in the small font they'll write that, that it's just tap water bottle uh, you know i mean i mean when we when we drink it it feels as if we are drinking fresh from the himalayan mountains coming right right out with all the enriched with minerals and what not uh, ragram sir please yeah so a uh, good point cited by gurajasar and the hebar sir again so to be there 
so again according to the diseases also when we go through the dis different disease chapters so there uh, we can find uh, one example was given by guruji sir about shadangapaniya uh, so similarly so many uh, references we can find throughout the samhita so beet chukkuvellam or the hal kashaya or whatever uh, things we are using so they are the man made remedies for the man made mistakes so we, we are preparing our own remedies for our own mistakes pragnaparada whatever we are doing we are contaminating the water we are dumping what not and water is the big scare so water is the big panic point when we are especially when we are traveling so whatever we forget first we will see if we if we are carrying water so that is very important how we are cautious about water drink water anywhere outside you, you are definitely susceptible for one or the other problems uh, this has become a water episode like today's episode is uh, moreover with water so it is good Uh, for all us, all of us to be aware about water so all of us are aware so but uh, nothing is uh, pure so we, we need to take care of our water especially while uh, traveling so keeping in in mind that uh, nothing is safe bottled water again <laughs> so i don't know whether it is a reality or a myth and how much pure uh, water does it contain so yes so these things we need to so before uh, manufacturing many more remedies for our own mistakes we should stop doing uh, the man made mistake the biggest awareness is protect waters and also save water and also save the purity of water don't dump anything into the water uh, uh, so because it is a most essential element thank you and I, i wanted to add a few points relating processing of herbs with water uh, first one is uh, herbs with water you know there are like basic ways in which ayurveda recommends processing uh, one is that panya kalpana uh, where one part of herb is added with 64 parts of water uh, so very dilute when compared to kashaya which is one one part of herb and eight uh, or 16 parts of water so here in the panya panya itself uh, means like drink or potable or something which is consumed multiple times in the day and then it is boiled and reduced to only half and that is filtered and used So whereas in kashaya we boil it to a quarter or one eighth or one sixteenth also based on the needs. So it is kind of a diluted form of kashaya meant for administration multiple times in a day, uh, as pointed out by Guratasari, Charanga Paniya, which frequently used in the treatment of fever. So where the vegas keep on coming up, so there needs to be something which is taken multiple times times in a day to keep the uh, keep this uh, vega of diseases. like in case of fever you know rise of temperature or in case of uh, hiccups or vomiting etc which happens on, which keeps on happening multiple times in a day this is useful and next is himar cold infusion where her uh, cold powder of herbs is added with uh, six parts of water cold water that is kept overnight filter and consume uh, a very famous one is danaka himar coriander used for uh, uh, relieving thirst and burning sensation associated with fever a uh, very famous one it's uh, consumed along with sugar there uh, so sugar is explained as anupana everyone is where you know the kerala practices and other things are come which is a variety or variant of fanta so here herb is added with four parts of hot water it's hot water that is used here and then uh, filtered and it's used so i mean jeera water which is famous in uh, kerala and padimukam and you know varieties of water Uh, they mostly prepare with this method that half a teaspoon of cumin fine powder in this case of jeera water jeera means cumin so that is added to 1 liter of boiled water uh, which is still warm and which is uh, you know it is which is bottled or stored uh, stored 
and that is served uh, multiple times uh, in a day. So that is not filtered, but it is kind of a, a Fanta form. Somebody asked regarding the milk with water, can it be used uh, continuously or can it, you know how to use that and all. Milk with the herbs is processed uh, in a formulation called as a dosage form called like Shirapaka. We have discussed this many times in you know weekly classes. So there are two formulas basically herbs plus eight parts of milk plus 32 parts of water. So this extra water is added so that it gives time for the herbs to get infused into the milk medium. So all the water is evaporated and only milk remains and that is filtered and served. Or there is another reference of like 15 parts of milk, sorry, herbs. And it is 15 parts of milk and 15 parts of water, boil and uh, boil till only the milk remains filter and use. Uh, so uh, this is famously used with uh, bhallataka or matunet or garlic, long pepper, etc. Usually to add the beneficial effects of milk, uh, of its soothing and cooling and its healing properties, and also to reduce, reduce the pungency and hotness of uh, all this. Uh, so, uh, uh, so, Raghuram sir, please. Yeah, one uh, one more extended version of uh, the discussion. So, whatever we are discussing, uh, as you rightly mentioned, uh, Dr. Hebbar, so uh, the Fanta, Panchakola Fanta, which has been uh, uh, mentioned in the Amavata Prakarana. So, most uh, most of the practices in the initial uh, uh, part of the Amavata, so Panchakola Fanta helps in very much uh, uh, re relieving. So, panchakola can be used with pana, anna, everything to process uh, the water, to process the beverages, whatever we are drinking, and also to process the food. So, panchakola, so I, I think it works in a similar way. So, until the ama is digested and nirama lakshanas are found, in amavata it can be used. And in whatever conditions ama is there, so we can use panchakola uh, fanta. So, that, uh, that uh, is uh, one reference uh, which we have. So, which, which, uh, into the today's discussion extending this particular part as we are uh, discussing about uh, the processed waters so kashaya is also a form wherein we add some herbs boil it and reduce to a particular quantity so as a vadi pratanika chikitsa so or a vadi pratanika remedy or as a preventive measure or also as a curative measure mainly pertaining to the seasonal issues seasonal problems so we can we can train our patients or train our uh, clients, so those who are regularly exposed to seasonal disorders, like uh, in the Rutu Sandhi itself, in the gentle period of the Rutu, try taking those kashayas. So, for example, those people who are having a uh, acute exacerbation of asthma or bronchitis or asthmatic bronchitis or ashwasa, whatever we can call it as in Vasanta Rutu due to the increase of kapha. So, just before the onset of Vasanta Rutu, we can ask them to, uh, to have the herbs which are swasahara process it with water and take throughout the season so once they start before the season onsets so it can act as a preventive and also if they are susceptible to those health issues so they can also balance the symptoms if they already have an active disease it will help in the relief of the symptoms we can generally bring it into practice i generally do that so if for seasonal disorders and for those disorders which keep repeating and recurring in these disorders, we can think about using these kashayas. So, like uh, now, nowadays we know that uh, uh, the best way of preparing kashaya will be processing the powder. So, that is the churna or the slakna churna or, or uh, whatever is available. The churnas, kashaya churnas are also available. The bottled kashayas are available. Kashaya churnas are also available. 
I found more result with the kashaya churna when the patient has time and patience to boil that kashaya churna with water and prepare it in a classical way, filter it and take every time. The effect is more than the bottled kashayas which are marketed by the pharmacists. So that is my observance. In most of the cases where the patient has religiously followed the rules and regulations and the instructions given by the doctor, that is uh, myself. So they have found more results. So the same kashaya which were, we were using in, uh, in a bottled form and which we are using in uh, a prepared form, we are preparing. We, we get that uh, uh, what sense of being healthy because we are preparing our own medicine and taking it. So this can be extended uh, to this particular part of the study. So where uh, the processed waters uh, are used for uh, in the form of kashayams or in the form of panta in the seasonal junctions, that is the Rutu Sandhi period or during the Rutu to manage the symptoms or to prevent the exacerbation or prevent the recurrences of the diseases. We can extend this particular discussion to that part also clinically. Thank you. So somebody has asked uh, is there uh, like there is Suvarna Siddha Jala, is it also beneficial to boil water with a pure silver piece in it? Uh, or is this practice just exclusive to boiling water with pure gold piece only? So there are two ways. One is uh, putting a piece of gold or silver or uh, any metal based on the qualities that we desire uh, into the vessel. And also there is another way in which uh, the vessel itself is made up of silver or gold or at least the inner coating of the vessel is given with silver or gold and that is uh, given. Uh, I mean, uh, our professor uh, Ranga Prasad has written an article which I've shared in, in that there are, you know, benefits of different things that are explained. Let me just quickly share that. So if, if these are from, these are these references are from uh, Ayurveda Mahodadhi. Yeah, so, for example, water in golden vessels, stored or boiled, whichever, sweet in taste, uh, madara vipaka, balances all the three doshas, viryakara, balakara, medhakara, shubha, it's explained. Whereas in tin vessel, it is sticky, sweet, kapha dosha, uh, increasing. In the brass, it is pungent uh, and heavy and increases kapha and pitta, maybe. And in copper, it is hot sweet slightly pungent etc uh, so these can be based on used based on prakriti or based on the dosha involved in a disease or based on seasons as well uh, guraja sir your comments are there please see first of all uh, we need to understand the ayurvedic preachings in two ways one is what and all acharyas have preached it was existing in those days very typically but when we are trying to implement those things in the present situation, we need to just make it Yuganu Rupi. We need to understand this. See, presently, whenever whatever the water I get it, I, if I put it in the particular type of vessels, then it's going to turn out to be of that quality. No, it is not like that. It should be understood in a, such a manner that uh, clean, boiled water, after that process of cooling, then kept in that particular vessel or boiled in that vessel for a second time, then we may get certain chances. But otherwise, many a times, presently in many of the people, they will be exposed to borewell water or even their cities or corporations or townships are provided with borewell water rather than a river water. Then all those qualities definitely will be there with that 
taste will be changed depending upon the suspended particles and dissolved particles in it. So our point is try to get uh, water which is as clean as possible. That is point number one. Then boil it and filter it. Then later use it by adding some herbs to that. Boil it for a some time or maybe for um, or something like that or boil it for a few minutes. Then in a particular vessel, if you take it, then we can expect all those qualities described in the classical text. Whenever the herbs needs to be added to that, we need to understand that what herb we are adding. Particularly, I practice in case of a liver disorder where ascites and digestive things are there. I give pipilichurna to my patient and ask them to boil in milk. And I will make it as a pipilichurna in kshira. And that is allowed to be taken. So that will definitely help them to improve their liver functions. Similarly, that type of things we do it in case of uh, jwara with maricha in milk. So similarly, in the set type of qualities, we do it in case of uh, balataka, kira, lachuna, as well as arjuna. So these type of uh, combinations, when we make it, are, uh, it's called as kira paka type of techniques. And these uh, purely water-based content. We need to understand another point also. Usually, a potable drinking water, neat water from the real sources, not contaminated, will be having a pH very close to the neutral value. But once we boil it, it slightly becomes acidic. That's the reason we add so many drinks which, after boiling, turn towards that water to slightly alkaline because a partially alkaline or slightly alkaline water is always good to the body. That point we need to consider. So that's why you observe that all thikkarasadravyas and katrasadravyas are added to this to boil it. So that will give you support in that sense also. Thank you, sir. And moving on to the next topic. Can we plan unseasonal panchakarma in preconceptional preconception detox case or in a healthy person to maintain his health positively or it should be strictly planned according to Rutu. So to explain the question in a little bit more, uh, this will first go to Dr. Raghuram sir. Uh, I mean, couple have just got married and they are planning for a baby in six months maybe. So you now Vajikarana Chikisai is explained uh, probably, uh, you know, that needs to be uh, this Vajikana Chikisa ahead of uh, planning for uh, conception is, should be more popularized uh, because it helps a lot. So, in that, if you are planning Panchakarma ahead of Vajikana Chikisa, that should be done as per season only or unseasonally or uh, irrespective of season because there is Rushya Chikisa is to be done. Uh, Panchakarma can be done uh, without that. Uh, you know, uh, without considering the season. And second question is, for healthy people, uh, if you are doing seasonal panchakarma, can it be done unseasonally? Please. Okay. So here are a lot of splits in the question. So I would uh, like to explain stepwise here. Uh, coming to the planning of conception, yes. So here, if uh, the couple are planning to take the Vaji Karana Chikitsa, as we know, for Rasayana and uh, Vajikarana to work in the best possible way to have a greater impact and to give good results. 
the panchakarma or the shodhana prakriyas before these therapies are not obligatory but they are mandatory so there is also a uh, type of rasayana which can be taken on a regular basis vata tapika rasayana vajikarana dravyas are also taken very regularly people uh, don't even go to the doctors they google just find some medicines uh, for conception if they are not able to conceive and start taking it straight away so that might not be effective or a healthy practice so to go through the scanner of a doctor is very very important to take shodhana so wh- where does this panchakarma uh, come into the role for the people who are planning a conception okay so if you can conceive it naturally you don't need if if there are some problems so like uh, if if there are some uh, problems in the previous generations of uh, the boy or a girl or the man or a woman who are trying to conceive like the children born in their families had some problems after the birth so they can take caution and come to so as a precaution take detox treatment or the panchakarma treatment before uh, the conception otherwise as a general rule if they are very uh, sexually active and they can uh, uh, reproduce uh, they, they can produce the off offspring uh, so they no problem with the sexual health in both male and female they can go ahead naturally instead of consuming uh, the uh, vajikarana so that is one thing so coming to the seasonal or unseasonal aspect anyhow the couple planning uh, for uh, conception will be planning in one or the other season in one or the other season they will be planning so if if it is a kapha increase season like vasant ruto or a pitta increase season like sharad ruto or a vata increase season like a varsha ruto if they want to take a detox so because those doshas will be uh, naturally in a higher way so in pathological uh, aspects they will be in a very higher scale in physiological levels uh, they will be somewhat disturbed in almost all as a general uh, universal rule if they want to go for a detox they can go for a seasonal detox at that particular time so because there anyhow the planning of conception comes in one or the other rutus itself in the calendar shishira vasanta grishma varsha sharath himanta somewhere in a year they have to plan the conception so if it uh, plugs into the seasons where there is high aggravation natural aggravation of doshas and they have a tendency very important the couple have one of the couple or both have a tendency to uh develop dosha related problems they can take consultation of the doctor and take a detox as well so coming to uh what is the next question can we plan uh, unseasonal panchakarma ah unseasonal panchakarma so i don't know what is unseasonal panchakarma okay so it can be it is see. for healthy people no unseasonal can is uh, if there is no disease no 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 this uh, i think uh, dr abar the question is can we plan unseasonal panchakarma in pre conception detox unseasonal panchakarma or seasonal panchakarma i have said the rules if they are planning a conception in the uh, seasons which are fit for taking the panchakarma and if they have a susceptible uh, susceptibility to develop certain diseases dosha related diseases or if they are finding doshotklesha in them they want to get rid of that provided they are not they have tried already and they are not able to conceive okay so there are some and they have some family issues if all these conditions come they can take a seasonal detox otherwise healthy uh, natural pro- uh, process of conception is done now when we come to unseasonal the seasons where uh, the seasons where uh, 
panchakarma is not so much recommended so can the can it be done in unseason yes see, if if it is uh, see panchakarma always applies like any other therapy depends on the nature nature of the problem and also whether it is uh, gravely necessary or not if it is necessary we will not wait for the any season like there, there is a kapha vyadi in sharadrutu so generally we give uh, we give treatment like uh, kapha uh, kapha chikitsa like vamana uh, therapy is uh, generally indicated to be done in the kapha aggravating the seasons like vasantrutu what if uh, kapha aggravation is seen in varsharutu it is unseason for kapha what if kapha aggravation is seen in uh, uh, sharadrutu it is unseason or in shishirarutu unseason yes but if if the same kapha is tending to there is kapha aggravation and it is trying to produce some problem it is triggering some symptoms and shodhana need to be given there there it, it needs to be given again the mrudu shodhana madhyama shodhana and tivra shodhana or uh, ati shuddhi so whatever whatever is needed we need to make a choice there that also comes into the play so in seasons we can give pravara shuddhi i think in off seasons where panchakarma is needed as a mandatory procedure and we cannot avoid it at all so then mild to moderate mrudu to mrudu to madhya shodhana can be planned and when it comes to healthy person again the same rule is applicable why does a healthy person go on to take panchakarma so if why does a person having a balanced pitta take pancha uh, take virechana why does a person having a balanced kapha take uh, vamana or a balanced uh, vata take vasti so this is a question healthy person where they should be taking again if they have the susceptibility seasonal susceptibility of the problem so even in a healthy person in vasantarutu there is a tendency there is no kapha aggravation there is a tendency for the kapha to aggravate because it is a general rule if that person wants to take vamana as a caution or if again there are so many kapha related problems in and around the, his family he is also susceptible he or she is susceptible to get a kapha problem and vasantarutu is approaching and the person has a fear that i may also i am a healthy person by parameters but because it is uh, a season i may develop kapha related problems the person who is knowing ayurved so may consult ayurvedic doctor and take an opinion vasantarutu is coming the spring season is coming can i take a vamana course i am healthy so by all parameters and, and by all investigations by my uh, health health uh, the standards of health physically mentally emotionally always i am healthy but i have a tendency for aggravation of kapha here and there seasonal aggravation especially and i have some history of uh, family problems related to kapha can i go ahead and take uh, vamana in that particular season yes that is welcome for a healthy person can take panchakarma measures in the seasons which are susceptible for the dosha increase or abnormal increase and if they have susceptibility they can go ahead otherwise the persons healthy persons having a normal uh, a balanced vata pitta and kapha so need not uh, go for uh, so it becomes an obsession so rather than taking a treatment it doesn't become a priority there so it will i think uh, the important factor which plays the role here will be the physician the physician to take a call after thoroughly examining the pa- uh, patient or the person who a healthy person after evaluating the status of vata pitta and kapha or the dual combinations or whatever it is there to decide whether this particular person needs a shodhana or not so there are walk ins now there are so many hospitals where people walk in so people are conducting uh, 
uh, what uh, the therapies, so like the seasonal therapies, the ad is given. So like Vasanta, Vamana therapy is done. So person will walk into the uh, clinic, not, not at all uh, take consultation with the doctor. So I am here to uh, make use of this offer that is uh, Vamana Karma because discount was there. I will take the Vamana. So the hospital provides Vamana. This is not a uh, healthy practice going under the scanner and hammer of the physician physician's table getting the uh, approval of the doctor and also the signature of the doctor for for that particular therapy is recommended be it seasonal or unseasonal doctor becomes a determining factor yeah i think uh, i have addressed uh, all the sub questions here question to guru sir so you you treat a lot of uh, infertility cases uh, uh, you know, a, a lot, and you, know, you, you share, you know, your success uh, stories, etc. Uh, do you ever plan this preconceptual or preconception Vajikarana uh, Chikisa, or do patients come, or do you educate and practice? To be frank with you, theory is different, practice is different. In practice, Usually, the people approach me, what I have seen, when they have real problems. Sir, we have married since two years, three years, five years, seven years. There is no issues, no kids. So, that's the reason they have come to me. Then, I thoroughly examine them, getting all the history part of it and all the reports, and then examine them and then take questionnaires. Then, later, I'll find it out. Who is having problem? Whether it is a male partner is having problem or a female partner is having problem. Accordingly, then go for the treatment. This is the usual protocol. Then many a times it so happens is that the patient before coming to us, they have already ventured into the other system of medicine. They have taken a lot of injections. They have taken a lot of medication, therapies, and they have spent a lot of amount. They will be somewhat in a frustration to spend more amount on that. They want to just to try out. That type of people also will come. So when all these parameters, if you observe, what I suggest is that whenever a patient approaches us for this, he should have a pre-knowledge about the this preconceptional cleansing and all those things. If they have this concept in their mind, definitely soon after marriage or before they are ready to get married, they'll approach, sir, I'm going to get married in the month of May. Let me have this thing. So when such approaches are there, then also we need to assess their doshas in the body accordingly. Then that condition is patient doesn't have any problem as such now, but he is with a precaution or the, for the future understanding, he is trying to go for a, a good quality of semen or good quality of bija that needs to be taken care of. For that purpose, he is interested to go for a cleansing. So in such a situation, just there is no disease, just we need to analyze it. Then accordingly, whichever the doshic involvement is there, for what purpose we are giving and what is the season it is supporting us. Those two things to be taken care of, then accordingly decide the planning of Panchakarma, what it to be done, whether it is Vamana should be done or Virachana should be done or Basti should be given, plan accordingly. And moreover, we need to understand two things. One is Bhumi Desha, the other one is Atura Desha. Atura is totally, if we know about our system and the way of living and the influences of drugs and herbs on our body. So, we have taken all the according to the season. So, there is no doshic imbalance in our body. But still, we cannot run away from the effect of Atura Desha, I mean Bhumi Desha, 
that is season as well as kala so season and kala will definitely have its own effect on our body lakshanas of in changes or imbalances in the doshas will do occur even though we have taken care of part of uh, food and nutrition and part of sleep and uh, dhyana so many things you have done you might have done but still influence of time and season will be there you cannot run away from that so definitely there will be variations or imbalances in the dosha so one need to understand that so preconceptional marriage before that we can go for a cleansing in that cleansing also depending upon the dosha in their body assessment then season which is supporting accordingly we can plan it it may be virechana it may be vamana it may be all the three depending upon the availability and the person is interested and whether is yogya for all those purposes once we decide is a vamana yogya purusha is a virechana yogya purusha and everything if it is confirmed then we'll go for that that is part number one second thing whether for a unseasonal we can do definitely when there is a disease there is no question of any season we are treating the disease of that person then we are trying to analyze the dosha imbalance in the body if there is a bahu dosha accordingly whichever the bahu dosha lakshana sir there we finalize this is the dosha is increased and we need to reduce the particular dosha through shodhana chikitsa then comes the change whichever the kapha is increased then we'll go for amana if pitta is increased then we we'll go for virechana if vata is increased then we we'll go for basti like that we will plan the treatment protocol and in a healthy person why we need to do panchakarma because cumulative toxicity in the depositions in the body can be avoided by doing seasonal cleansing so that needs to be done according to the season and ruto if you that if a person is for the future perspective is thinking and is taking a treatment on panchakarma in that situation he needs to undergo vamana in vasanta ruto virechana in sharad ruto basti in varsha ruto like that only according to the season only one has to go with that so this is what i usually practice thank you sir uh, dr shilpa please uh, do you have any comments to make yes sir Uh, namaste to all the vaidyas uh, i have completed my garbha samskara training in uh, garbha vigyan anusandhana kendra jamnagar and i have also done online course in from uas bangalore uh, so with that background i would like to add few points about the preconceptional uh, shodhana what we need to do why we need to do so actual uh, thing before was like uh, we used to be healthy our ahara vihara used to be according to ayurvedic principles our uh, all ancestors used to follow these principles it was in our traditional itself it was included hence it was there was no much uh, need of the shodhanas but we in present situation see that the, first of all infertility is a problem as uh, rightly mentioned by sir infertility is a big issue nowadays and if one gets pregnant too there are lot of issues during the pregnancy period lot of complications in the delivery so we see a uh, lot of issues throughout the pregnancy so in order to avoid this preconceptional shodhana is a very good uh, thing that has to be done by all the couples so what we say in that is bija shuddhi so uh, shonita that is ovum as well as sperm both has to be done shodhana so the best way is undergoing shodhana by both the partners so what we suggest in uh, garbha samskara is at least to approach 3 months before they are planning 
so that we can plan whatever shodhanas that are suitable for both the partners for male partners it will be usually vamana virechana whichever is needed along with uh, basti and for female partners along with vamana virechana basti we also suggest in specific uttara basti for garbhashaya shodhana so one thing we see is reduced number of complications along with that a healthy child in all the aspects physical mental emotional so all the aspects will be taken care of and rather than making the child more immune after the birth the child will be immune with birth so we see lot of uh, changes in the uh, child which which has been conceived with garbha samskara all these things have been very scientifically documented in jamnagar in the center where we have undergone this training and they had also documented the cases of hemophilia it is a region where hemophilia was very much prevalent and uh, the cases where they did panchakarma and then the couples conceived even the first child if it was hemophilic the second child was free from hemophilia so all these kinds of even the genetic disorders could have been avoided if this kind of a shodhana was planned in the preconceptional period so now i have practicing garbha samskara and i have seen the results wonderful results with it a uh, few of my circles friends and even the families which have undergone have suggested to others and they have been undergoing this preconceptional shodhana even though they do not have any issues soon after they want to conceive they come to me and they get this shodhana done after that they follow the rasayana vajikarana chikitsa then only they go for conception and i am finding very good results with it so i do suggest that preconceptional shodhana is a must for nowadays couples uh, thank you for very valuable inputs there uh, raghuram sir two minutes for uh, for you to comment on this then then we have another case study fine fine uh, question to shilpa ji uh, wonderful studies there and wonderful practice there uh, shilpa ji so thanks for uh, uh, updates so but one question so you said uh, uh, for all the couples uh, it is uh, good to take uh, the garbha uh, that is garbha samskaras and also the bija shuddhi samskara whatever it is there so if if it is for all couples then what is the exclusion criteria there so in any study or any patient included under the study or person included under the study we need certain uh, exclusion criteria if you are mentioning all the couples so where is the exclusion criteria number 1 so you have also mentioned another word called as bija shuddhi so does it pertain to those who are having uh, ashuddha bija only should be taken into the these samskaras or uh, as you said the other part so i think uh, these two are contradicting that's why i got uh, a question here yes sir uh, i would like to clarify thank you uh, sir actually as i was mentioning in the introduction itself previously we used to follow uh, uh, hara viharas very properly and uh, our routine and lifestyle was also according at least according to ayurveda or according to healthy ways of living but nowadays we are seeing that the life is stressful the aharas even they are very uh, much with the artificial colors flavors and even the routine has changed a lot due to which some uh, visitation will be there in the couples what we see so in that aspect we can take that there will be some dosha vaishamya due to which there may i may not uh, there may not be actual vijashuddhi in the ways of genetic or something but at least there will be general imbalance in the doshas so to balance that doshas they will need panchakarma okay thank you uh, thank you uh, thank you uh, moving on uh, to the last question of the day so how to manage 
Gandhi is in 75 year old woman, uh, 74 year old woman with the high creatinine and uh, on medication for diabetes, high blood pressure, heart arrhythmia, osteopenia, rheumatoid arthritis, thyroid complication, hypothyroidism, anemia, and, and she's on antidepressant as well. Her daughter came to me uh, with her mom's uh, diabetes only. So probably. She has all these complaints, but has come for diabetes. Uh, Guruja sir, do you have any uh, tips on approaching this complex case? Usually, I don't know, I mean, we are blessed with patients who have, who come with multiple complications, but they want us to focus on only one. So how to go about it in this case? So very clearly, a lady with 75 years of, with diabetes, so in this history, we don't know since how many years he is suffering from diabetes and it is said that with the creatinine high number. So when creatinine is high, means she is already in uh, chronic uh, renal failure or something like that. So renal issues are already arise and she also has a blood pressure and definitely she is on a lot of medication. So if anything she requires from Ayurveda uh, towards uh, diabetic means there are plenty of medications can be done. Particularly, we have Nisha Katakadi Kashaya or Madhumehara Kwata. Both can be used in this condition. And uh, I, don't, I think uh, this, it won't come in the way of any of the, these uh, diseases or comorbidities what she has. And it is not going to do any uh, untoward incidents or adverse effects on that. So these are the two important things we can use in this lady. Either it is Nisha Katakadi Kashaya or Madhumehara Kwata. Both can be used, that anyone can be used according to the thing. If you know our body weight and agni and all those things, then even precise dosing can also be done.